Howdy there, hey. and welcome along to the Rush Hour podcast with Andrew Wembley and Katie Lamb. Andrew Wembley, I'm going to put it to you that this is not the most fun season to be a West Coast Eagles fan. Am I right? You probably are right because they had their worst year in history, really, didn't they? They did. They did, big time. I mean, it was terrible. And it wasn't just the fact they won the wooden spoon, but three of their most decorated players Mm. all retired at the same time. Luke Shuey. Luke Shuey. Shannon Hearn. Shannon Hearn. And then Nick Big Nat Nick Nat Nui. Nui. Gone. Like being, it was like being in a nursing home with Nan just making sure that her, her, Gornskis. her husband knew exactly what he needed to say. It was the like, great thing was, though, all of those three guys, they're huge fans of the rush hour. <laughs> and they were able to come on. We had a bit of fun with them. Yeah. I mean, Nick Nat should have retired three years ago. Oh. Remind him about that. Yeah. Shannon Hearn, he's about 45. He probably could have kept going for another couple of years. Yeah. And Luke Shuey and ended Le- up being the uh, little bubblehead in our Willy Bin of Fortune That's the first right. time we Luke played. Luke Shuey still remains a plus one in his relationship. <laughs> <laughs> That's accurate. Here's the yes. chat with the three retiring Eagles greats. It's been a massive 18 years for this West Coast Eagles legend. He can kick a long ball. This will be good. From 60 metres, Shannon Two-time All-Australian and three-time Glendinning Allen medalist. Sizes them up from 50. The danger man takes them on. With his long bombs from outside 50, he brought the Eagles to Premiership victory. What kind of captain do you want to be? Yeah. Oh, hopefully Premiership one. It'd be nice. <laughs> Number 25. Joining us on the rush hour to celebrate an incredible AFL career. The captain, Shannon Hearn. So good, and the Premiership captain of the 2018 Grand Final winning team, Shannon Bungahoon, he joins us on the Rush <laughs> Hour. Welcome to you, Shannon, and congratulations. Yeah, thanks, Embers. Thanks, Katie. Hey, um, Bunga, I've been – I asked Embers, oh, why does he get called Bunga? And then he said, oh, because his old man was called Bunga. So my question to you is why was your old man called Bunga? Because <laughs> I don't well, understand. <laughs> that's correct. Well, <laughs> The granddad was first called Bunger as well, so... Um, right. Oh, so what was yeah. granddad called Bunger? Why was granddad called Bunger? <laughs> exactly right. Um, well, it, I, he never really confirmed it, but um, it was, I think it was from his... Um, he boarded down um, down in Adelaide at Prince Alfred College, and I think it was a wheat mixing competition, and <laughs> he won it, but instead of them sprinkling um, sugar over it, they uh, sprinkled cement dust over it. And he reckons, you know, it, it bunged him up. So, he got <laughs> bunged. And, and that's just how it got passed down. But granddad, great, yeah, but great, granddad never admitted to that. Yeah. He reckoned there was about three or four other stories. So, I'm not real sure exactly which one it was because yeah. a couple of cricket, cricket ones and a footy one. <laughs> we'll go with that one. Hey, uh, they say every player in their last year, they know when the time is up. You played such great football, Bung. Um, but when did um, that moment come where you decided that this would be your last year? Yeah, well, I've been so lucky to be able to play for a long period of time and, you know, up until 35. So once you get to 30, you understand that each year could be your last. And mm-hmm. that's how I tried to, you know, I, I did, you know, I did treat that. Um, you always believe you've got good football in yourself. But I reckon I got to about the bye, about the mid-season bye. You know, I played, what did we, who did we play? We played Essendon and Collingwood and still felt good. But the body just took longer to recover. And I just felt that was that was where I was going. So around the bye, I pretty much to myself, I, I, I was I was of the belief it was going to be my last year. But I didn't want to. When I say I didn't want to set that in stone, I didn't want to set that in stone and make the last year half of, of a drag. So I just thought that's what it was. I just wanted to make the most of you know, every game from 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 then going forward. 
Bunga, so every year it, it does get harder as well to sort of recover from, you know, yep. the hard games or whatever. And then once you retire, you're like Andrew Embley. so much harder. <laughs> <laughs> going for a 5K rung, he complains about. So how long do you reckon it's going to take you to get on the man shakes like Embers? Oh, well, I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully a while. Hopefully a while. Embers. Yeah. Embers was always in good nick and, like, when I say when I was a young fella and came into the club, like, he was, you know, he looked after himself quite well and enjoyed taking his shirt off down the beach. But, you know, now, now maybe not. But you know, Now he's wearing a rashie at I the was, beach. Uh, I was at Cable Beach on the weekend, uh, Bung, and uh, I'm all for slip, slop, slap. And I'm going to tell you what, the reason why I wasn't wearing a black rashie when I was down the beach had, no, <laughs> had nothing to do with my body. I, uh, yes, um, very yeah. much uh, don't look like what he used to be, this old boy. No, that, that's it, that's it. When you took over from Darren Glass as captain, they asked you, what sort of captain would you like to be? And your response was, hopefully a premiership captain. <laughs> Do you think in your yeah. wildest dreams that uh, that would happen? And, and obviously, you know, 2018, I know you haven't had time to reflect and look back on it, but it must be something very proud to you. Uh, it is. And, and that's what I spoke about today into the playing group and got installed in me. You know, in my juniors when I first come to the, to the football club was that's what you play footy for. I mean, you know, there's, there's all those recognitions and everything else that goes with it, but you, you, you want to win and you want to play in a premiership. So, you know, seeing seeing the club success I had in the 90s and then 2006, my first year here, and um, seeing how that was, it, it certainly drives you. You know, 2015 we lost and then 18 we won. So I've been very fortunate to be able to play in one, and every player will always say I want to play in more, but to be able to play in one was, yeah, I've been very lucky with that. To captain a premiership team in 2018, you probably can't get better than that, but is there another moment that you reflect on that gives you goosebumps, a, a most memorable moment of your career? Yeah, well, it's always it's always hard to top, yeah. know, top your premierships. And, um, you know, like the first game, because... When you're a young fellow, all you want to do is be able to play a game. And first game is really enjoyed that against against Brisbane. I think we won quite comfortably, so that was pretty cool. But playing in the finals, um, that was what it was always um, exciting about. Got to play in a couple of overtime finals. I think um, Collingwood was that 07? Yep. 07. Yeah, yeah. 07. That was a draw, us. and we lost in overtime, and then got to win one in um, 2017 in overtime against Port Adelaide. So. Yeah. Those, those those finals are um, always pretty special to play in those close games. What's next, Bung? I think I have a bit of a spell from football. Like, I love it and, yep. um, you know, still keen on some sort of coaching, but I'll have a year off. Uh, I'll do a bit of fishing, I reckon, for sure. sure. Definitely do that. Go back to the farm for a little bit and then I've just got a couple of bits and pieces that I'll, that'll do, um, you know, agriculture or business and a couple of other things. So just, just, to, just to be able to, you know, not, not so much make your own decisions for a while, but just to have that freedom of choice. I get paid uh, to spend two hours in the studio with Andrew Embley every day. How much would you need to be paid to spend two hours a day in the studio with Embers? <laughs> I spent 13 years with him almost. Yeah. Well it, was, well, yeah. well, it nearly was, so it's almost similar, isn't it? Yeah. Well, well, Embers always had plenty of, like, you know, plenty of good jokes and always always had a bit of uh, humour about him. So, you know, I'd do it for, I wouldn't say free, but I'd do it for a lesser, lesser, lesser price.
<laughs> oh, mate, you've been an absolute star, obviously a premiership captain, but all round great guy and the consistency that you've had over such a long period of time. And to be honest with you, you could have kept going. So really nice to be able to leave on your own terms and West Coast Eagles should be extremely proud of, of everything that you've given them. So on behalf of the Rush Hour family, we just want to say congratulations and, and thanks, Bun. Congrats. Today, another West Coast Eagles legend hangs up the boots. With 247 games under his belt, he's given us some incredible memories. He's kicked a goal. The Eagles have won. from 50 metres. Can he do it? Yes, he can. With two John Worsfold medals, a grand final and a Norm Smith, he leaves behind an incredible legacy. The Eagle has landed. Please welcome number 13 from the West Coast Eagles, Luke Shuey. What an absolute privilege to be speaking to you right now. (laughs) On behalf of the whole Rush Hour family, congratulations on a fantastic career. I appreciate it, mate. Wouldn't want to be talking to anyone else. And I reckon part of you, Wacko, I reckon part of you is happy I won't be mowing down your 250, actually. Well, hang on, hang on. So they're going to leave you on 249. That's like an uneven number. That's unsettling me. My OCD is not coping with that. I'll tell you who is coping it. Embers is coping it as well. (laughs) I've got your boy again. You should see the grin on his face right now, Luke. I can imagine, Katie. (laughs) Hey, uh, Luke, so tell us about um, the moment when you decided to hang it up. Now, every uh, footballer knows when the time's up, but was there a particular game? Was it your last injury? Because personally, I thought the footy that you were playing when you were out there, you definitely looked like that you could have gone on for another year. Yeah, I, look, I've, I've been confident that if I can get out there, I can still um, perform and contribute. Um, I think the the last three years and the you know what I need to do through the week to play, and in terms of reward for effort, reward being game day, yeah, there's not a lot of reward for effort for, for what I've been doing, and um, it's probably slowly chipped away at me. And then when I hurt myself a few weeks ago against Carlton, um, yeah, most of the year I've, I've been weighing up. You know, if I get through unscathed, I could probably go around again. But I, I knew I didn't have much juice left in the tank. And um, when I hurt myself a few weeks ago, the, you know, that was that was a pretty emotional time. And um, I said today in my presser, I, I went around and caught up with Simo on the Sunday night and um, to talk about what the what the future looks like. And deep down, I think I was hoping to get the tap on the shoulder. So that was probably enough for me to know that deep down, I you know, probably didn't have it in me to give my best version next year to, to my teammates and to the footy club from Monday to Friday. Um, I'll always love game day and I'll always miss, um, you know, the the great things about footy that game day brought. But um, I, I just, yeah, I'm pretty exhausted and particularly after the last two weeks trying to weigh up the decision, I, I feel like I've, I've made the right one. So, um, yeah, it's been a tough one, but, uh, you know, part of me is looking forward to life after footy and staying involved in footy and, and working with the footy club in, in another capacity. So it sounds like it was your call to move on. And Simo, he had other ideas? Yeah, yeah. I, I think if I wanted to go around again, the club would have been kind enough to give me another chance. Um, mm. Who knows what they were thinking deep down. But, um, you know, I, I can't say I could promise them any more than 10 games next year. You know, there's... We've been working so hard to try and get the body right and, and nothing seems to be working and I'm only getting older and I'll be 34 next year and in my 16th year and um, odds would suggest that I'm, I'm not going to be out there for too much of the year. Um, who knows? I might have, but 
the energy that was going to take um, is starting to slowly take its toll on me. So I've got enough juice left in the tank to get through three more weeks, but um, another pre-season and, and another year, you know, filled with the anxiety around not knowing where the next injury is coming from was, was probably going to be a little bit too much. Hang on. Let me unpack this. So the West Coast Eagles have got a one-year contract extension at $800,000 for you, <laughs> and you've decided to say, you know what, I've got too much money that I don't need that, and I'm just going to pull it up. Emmers, you know that's wrong. You know deep down it was 900. <laughs> uh, mate, 800k. Do you know something I don't know? <laughs> hey, um, Luke, are you planning to be a part of the retirees parade at the grand final this year? Because I heard you were going camping in the outback instead. Jeez, uh, I haven't even thought that far ahead. Um, <laughs> certainly not uh, playing on grand final day this year. Um, but the... Parade around the G, yeah, oh, I didn't even think of it, might have to. You have um, to go, you have to do the lap of honour. Yeah, you'll be, in, uh, you'll be in Melbourne about that time, won't you, Wacker? I will be, and uh, guess what? Katie Lamb's going to come what? along to the grand final, her first one too, so she'll be able to uh, wave oh, to you. Oh, no, I will. Oh, I'll wave to you so hard, Luke. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. thanks, Katie. But Embers, maybe we can give her the full grand final week experience and show her around the, the, the Melbourne, what Melbourne's got to offer. Yeah. I'm going to stay well away. Sure, and I Emily. do do grand final week pretty <laughs> <Yeah>. well. <laughs> we know how to have a good time. <laughs> it is Don't our we week. Norm. It sure is, Norm. <laughs> hey, uh, Luke, obviously, uh, 2018 Premiership, hard to beat, but was there another uh, moment in your AFL career that stands out to you? Yeah, obviously I've reflected on this sort of stuff over the last couple of weeks. I think, um, you know, above all else, there's, um, you know, statistical measures and, um, you know, things you achieve as a side that are great, but it's the the moments I think you look back on when you're at your happiest and, you know, playing in uh, milestone games and, you know, club legends farewell games across the years. You know, I've played in Ember's last game, played in Coxie's last game at Subi. Um, being able to be involved in those things, I think, is what you treasure most. Um, obviously, from a awards point of view, winning the premiership is the absolute peak of the mountain. But you, you don't want to miss out on special occasions for the club. Being able to play in the, the last game at Subi in 2017, we had a wonderful win over Adelaide. Um, I think, looking back, a culmination of all those things are, are what I'll cherish the most. Mm. Um, but from an awards point of view, yeah, the, the premiership, no doubt, takes the cake. Oh, 2018 was so good. Who gets to be the one to carry you out of your last game with the chairlift? Like, whose shoulders are you going to be sitting on? Good question. Thank you. Uh, again, I haven't really thought about that. Um, part of me feels like I should just join in the uh, the guard of honour and clap Bunger off. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, I'd, rather, I'd rather be bon- carrying you off than Bunga, though. I think Bunga might be a bit easier. I was about to say, <laughs> I'm certainly not volunteering to carry Bunga off. Um, <laughs> you do a calf, yeah. a hammy, and a shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> I, and, I actually uh, carried uh, Coxie off, uh, I think it was his 250th game. <laughs> Never recovered And since. I actually had a look at the vision, and as I was actually carrying him off, he was actually walking as well at the same time. <laughs> I couldn't lift him. <laughs> Did get him off the ground? I couldn't get his feet off the ground. He was walking. Oh, I looked like I was carrying him. <laughs> and you, you've been dealing with chronic neck pain. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've carried him for so long, Luke. Hey, um, yeah, that's, that's yeah. true. Hey, Luke, who do you reckon will be the next captain? Oh, yeah, good question, Katie. Thank you. Yeah, oh, look, I, I think it's probably 
obviously TB's been in the equation for a while and, and he's our vice captain at the moment. Going to be I hard for TB to be there, mate, if he's not here next year. Yeah, well, you're not wrong. Okay, let's hope he's here. Um, but I, I think outside of him, Oscar and, and Duggo are probably the two that have have really shone through this year, um, both playing exceptional footy um, individually, which I think is the first thing you, you need to take care of. But um, I don't think their performance is anything we need to worry about. They're both super players. and um, But what they've done off-field this year, certainly picking up a bit of the slack while I've sort of um, you know, I wasn't going to captain next year if I had it going around. And I gave those guys the heads up at the start of the year that that's probably what was going to happen. So they've mm. they've relished a bit more opportunity and um, both great people, both love the club. And um, well, all three of them love the club and, and great people. And I'm sure the right decision will be made. And the support off the field uh, with your family is always really important. You've got a, a very beautiful wife in Danny, two uh, wonderful kids in Ollie and Georgia. Um, you'll be able to sit back, relax now, and officially become the plus one in your relationship. <laughs> yeah, well, she's uh, the amount of work she's doing. She might be the breadwinner next year. So <laughs> I think so. Um, I think uh, she's yeah. very, very highly rated at this station. And and fair yeah. to say, uh, the way I speak, she might be coming for my job pretty soon too. <laughs> Yeah, she she did mention that actually. Funny you say that. Um, That'd be great. And considering I turned down the eight hundred grand to go around again next year, um, but yeah, there no, must that... be something on the table for you somewhere else. Dan, I reckon. Danny's doing well. Yeah. Uh, she uh, she has been fantastic. I think. You know the old saying: "Behind every good man's a better woman." Yes. Gov was Gov was telling me the other day: "Behind every good midfielder is a better centre half back." Yeah. <laughs> Maybe have a, a little giggle, but. Um, no, she's been wonderful. Yep, she's enjoyed the ride, and I think what I've realised this week, she's been a little bit emotional. The um, the families, you know, ride the wave as much as we do as players, and just makes you realise how much enjoyment the game brings, not just us, but our, our families as well. So. Yeah, she'll enjoy having me around a little bit more over the next six months, I'm sure. Well, you're an absolute star. You came to the football club as a Victorian boy. I'm sure there was opportunities to head home, but you stuck loyal and you've uh, left. Uh, we're going to leave an incredible legacy at the West Coast Eagles. Um, Norm Smith medalist, premiership player. And uh, on behalf of the Rush Hour family, Luke, we uh, congratulate you on an outstanding career and we wish you all the best. On your boots. Uh, good on you, Miss. Thanks, Katie. Thanks for having me. Well, they say it comes in threes, and for West Coast, it started with Shannon Hearn, and then Luke Shuey last week, and today, Nick Natanui announced his retirement. He's not there with you, man. Oh, look at Natanui! Oh, he took his armchair with him and sat on top, Nick Natanui! What about the view from up there for Nick Nat? A goal and they win it. That's where you Nat want it. Natanui, he gets the kick oh, ass! Oh, my goodness! Oh, wow. Embers, he, let's, let's start off by saying that Nick, very few ruckmen in yep. the competition, will have had a greater impact on the game. Oh, huge. And like so th- just... there's players in the competition that might get the ball 30, 35 mm. times and you walk off and you don't actually know that they've played the game until you see the stats. Yep, yep. Nick he could walk off a game yep. after having 10 disposals and you cannot stop talking about 
the impact that he had on the game yeah. with those 10 disposals. Like he, his ability just to be able to turn a game and his athleticism, probably the best tap ruckman to have ever played the game. That's how good he was. Simo said in the press conference comments, the legacy that Nick leaves yep. behind is one that will go down in history at the football club, of course. And, you know, he will always hold a special place there. But let's have a look like – at some of Nick's resume, if you like. Second pick in the 2008 National Draft. So yep. you played with Nick for, what, five years when he got to the club? That's right, yes. Have you got fond memories of seeing the yeah. tall kid with the dreadlocks Well, walking? I watched him a little bit uh, in his early years, years because he was playing with my brother at Swan oh, Districts, yeah. so Colts football. So we heard a lot about this yeah. raw, young kid that just was extremely athletic. Yeah. And he was still learning the game mm. at 15, 16, obviously a late starter. We know his, um, his story behind that. At, um, growing up in sort of Midland area yeah. with uh, Sonny Walters and Chris Yaron. Mm-hmm. And so he's uh, he ended up coming to West Coast. And then from the moment that he arrived, there was just something about him. Like he was just so unique and obviously had a, a huge presence and, and worked really closely with Dean Cox. But once he made his debut and the mm-hmm. once, you know, this West Coast Eagle um, fan base, you know, saw what he mm. could do. He became a fan favourite very quickly. Three All-Australian selections in yeah. his time. Um, two club championships, 2020 and 2021, which came after two knee recons. Incredible. Yeah, incredible, incredible that uh, someone so big and powerful and strong mm. can have two knee reconstructions yeah. and then on the back of that come back and win his two best and fairest, which is just like it just – Defy science, really. 213 games he finishes on. Him, Luke, Bunger, they go out all together. They're all going to go out the together. look very different Yeah, so you obviously know Nick uh, yeah. really well. Yeah. Um, you had dinner with him on the weekend. Yeah, Sunday did, night. Uh, no, when when did you sort of get a gut feeling that this was going to be the end? Uh, so a couple of days before Luke announced his retirement, yes. Nick, Nick and Britt were over and the boys were talking about what, what the future looks like. No one had made, and I say that wholeheartedly, sure. no one had made a real you know, definitive answer on yep. what the future was going to be. And I'm sitting there going, oh, I think you need to go again, boys. <laughs> yeah, obviously right. you want to make sure that it's not going to be a decision that anyone regrets. Yeah, you're a long and time retired, right? You're, and you're privileged, I think, if a football club wants to keep you around for one more year. Yep. Yeah. So it was really nice that they got to decide their fate. And not a lot of players get to do that. Yeah. And um, they're both super content. But, yeah, I'm, I was really emotional today. It's the end yeah. of an era. The it, it is, you know, yeah. and that's the, the hardest thing about, um, you know, these great players that represent your football club over a long period of time and it, to see them, you know, after playing for 15 years and the impact that mm. they've had on the football club, all those three guys, as you said, it's, uh, it is really sad to see them go. But uh, the legacy, as Simo yep. said, uh, it, it lives on and it's about passing the baton on yep. and the and next generation con- will come through. They will, and, and they'll continue to lead, which they is will. a really, which yep. is a really so, good uh, thing. So on behalf of the Rush Hour family, congratulations, yes. Nick Nat. You're an absolute star. Uh,